All right. Good morning. This is Upulation. Again, it's March 29th, 2016, and we are going to get into the madness. Let's do it. Okay. Uh, you know, it's March, which means, gosh, everything, everything you expect, everything that you're Everything you expect, everything that you're you're just brave enough to put down on paper is going to be wrong. You wake up early, you do your research, you make your guesses, you pick your team. And when it all happens, who is going down and who is going to come out unscathed? When it finally drops, who will be left with hope and who will be left with disappointment? Who will be on camera crying? So the madness starts, and boom, right away, big upset, the Mueller report. (laughs) Now, if you were disappointed in the Mueller report, I get it. You waited two years, and some people thought we were going to get a smoking gun. Info that Trump and Russia were like peanut butter and jelly, like cereal and milk, like the Midwest and fentanyl. There was no smoking gun. The report concluded that there wasn't evidence to support a conclusion of collusion. So what exactly went down? Mueller was obligated to submit a report to William Barr, the Attorney General of the of the U.S., and Barr had to provide a summary to U.S. Congress, and he did so. In that summary, he said Russia did attempt to interfere with the election via social media campaign to sow discord and by hacking, including the DNC and Clinton emails, but neither Trump nor his campaign conspired or knowingly coordinated with those efforts. Then it addresses obstruction of justice, wherein it says they looked at evidence for and against him. And the special counsel states that while this report does not conclude that the president committed a crime, it also does not exonerate him. It says it leaves the decision up to attorney general to assert or decline charges for obstruction. He then says, and this being William Barr, that that being said, Red Rosenstein and I say it's not obstruction. He makes the point that if there was if there wasn't really a crime here, it's not really obstruction of justice because what was he obstructing if there were no crime? Okay, so now what? Well, remember how the report concluded that he may not have committed a crime, but it also doesn't exonerate him? Well, the White House and Trump himself were like, it completely exonerates me. (laughs) They also kept that narrative that it was a useless witch hunt, and essentially they feel justified in doubting it from the beginning. They call it a waste of time for the American people. Here's the thing. You can call the Mueller report a lot of things, but waste of time? There have been indictments on 34 people and three entities. There have been nearly 200 separate criminal charges, and five Trump associates have been convicted, and Roger Stone is awaiting trial. There were 2,800 subpoenas, 500 search warrants. Look, somebody was doing something. One more thing. Why do people say it's a waste of the country's time? Like, what were we doing? And what were we going to do instead? Like, I need to know, is there anybody out there that was like, oh, I was going to go to the gym, but the Mueller report ain't out, so I'm I'm, going to wait. Anybody like, yeah, I was going to go cure cancer, but I'm waiting on them to finish that report. Or or maybe you're in the FBI and you would have been doing your job. Nope, because the Mueller report was your job. It was an investigation. You know, FBI, that's that's what you do. I don't I don't get the it's a waste of time. So here's where we're at. If you thought the Mueller report was going to drop and we were going to get a new president, well, your hopes were too high. If you thought it was going to drop and William Barr, who vocally said he thinks there's a really high bar for obstruction, was going to prosecute Trump for obstruction, 
you weren't paying attention. If you somehow thought that when this report dropped, it was going to be all over, ha, you silly. Congress is about to subpoena everyone involved. Mueller, Barr, Rosenstein. Chances are they'll all be summoned to talk to Congress. Also, Congress wants the full report released to the public, and Trump says he's on board. So it could happen. Okay, I understand you wanted the Mueller report to bring Trump down. Now you'll have to wait for poor diet, lack of exercise, and stress, like Melania. Here's the thing about the investigation. This investigation had so many convictions. It was like people who thought they were innocent just found out their charges and were like, dang, I'm guilty. Like, he really did a good job here. Like, they didn't even bother pleading not guilty. They just they are like, I'm licked. Hey, uh, call me during the break. Number here is 512-495-5879. I have an order to the show, but I think I'm just going to scrap it and do whatever segment I feel like should come next. So uh, we're going to play this song, and then we are going to be back after this. This is... Stand by. Oh. See, what happens when you're in a studio and there's like four mouses is sometimes you just look at the wrong one. This is Just Be You by Red Hands.
KVRX, the only student-run radio station in Austin, broadcasts live from the University of Texas campus. We are dedicated to providing unique music that just can't be found anywhere else. KVRX is not mainstream. It does not force the same 40 songs down your throat. We simply play none of the hits all of the time. KVRX. Yeah. Theresa May is so just over this Brexit thing. She's trying desperately to get parties to agree on a deal. She's pulling out all the stop, and now she's offering her job and a plea to her party to vote on the most recent deal that gets them out of the EU. She stated if they voted on this deal, she'd resign. She'd offer her job. They'd be rid of her. So there's a deal right now that has been approved on the EU side, but not by Parliament. Now, if Parliament agrees to it, then the UK has until May to officially Brexit. If they do not approve it, Brexit happens April 12th with no deal in place. At this point, and especially because Parliament has already approved one side, they can't make huge changes. May is basically sending the same bill to get rejected. She sent the first time, and they were like, no. She sent it second time, and they were like, she said it the second time, like, maybe y'all didn't hear me when I said, if we don't approve this, we have to bounce with no deal. And Parliament said no. So now she's like, hmm, hey, I got this new bill. Read it. See what you think. Approve it. Really, it's basically the same bill. It changed just enough to get past the parliamentary rule that you're not allowed to keep sending the same bill over and over. Also, it doesn't look good for this bill and it doesn't look good for May. Let's rewind for some Brexit history. The vote for Brexit was a campaign promise by Prime Minister David Cameron. But Cameron was like, if y'all vote for Brexit, I'm out. So when the UK voted for Brexit, he was out. Enter Theresa May, whose whole job as Prime Minister was to oversee Brexit, essentially. I mean, she's a Prime Minister. I'm sure she does other things. But this has been the big thing. Um, And so she inherited making Brexit happen. And here we are. But now Theresa May is trying to make this deal because that's what she said she would do as prime minister. And then she's trying to bounce like Cameron, which is rude. You know, like, like imagine someone comes into your home, blows up your bathroom and then leaves, like doesn't even flush. Like, like you got to call in hazmat. Like, like you didn't even know your friend could produce that. And then he trying to just walk away. Hold up. You can't just make a mess and leave. But that's what May is trying to do. Look, May been trying all kinds of things to make Brexit happen. But she's deaf trying to pull this Cameron. She's trying to break the UK and the UK, the UK and bounce. Because here's the thing. What happens after that? I don't think she wants to be responsible for it because nobody <laughs> really thinks Brexit is going to be a good idea. So I don't blame her. Uh, let's get into some Hello by Nookie Jones. 
Hi, this is Dee Dee from Dum Dum Girls, and you're listening to KVRX. Hey, you're listening to Appulation. Uh, hey, you can always catch us on social media by going to Facebook, Instagram, Twitter, and those are all at Upulation. That's U-P-U-L-A-T-I-O-N. Or catch us, <clears throat> if you have questions, at Upulation at gmail.com. Okay, so normally... I normally I try to make stories funny, entertaining. This story, I I just read it and I just thought it was hilarious. So I don't need to do much work here, but you know, we'll see what happens. So teachers at an elementary school <laughs> were reportedly shot with plastic pellets with an airsoft gun as part of an active shooter drill put on by a local sheriff's office. In the drill, the officers posed as shooters and told the teachers to kneel against the wall, and then they shot them with airsoft pellets. <laughs> Listen, I'm not like I know that's horrible. It's ah, it's funny. Okay, here we go. There's always someone who takes their job too far. Like who thought this was appropriate? Here's the thing: they were trying to convey that the best strategy, if there is an active shooter is to attack, throw whatever you can in the shooter's direction, fight back, fight back quickly. If you can get the jump, if you can grab or surprise him as soon as he gets in the room, if you can throw enough items, it's just a better strategy than compliance. Here's what wasn't necessary. Shooting defenseless teachers with an airsoft gun. Let me tell you, this name, uh, airsoft, is a misnomer. It's not soft. They hurt. And the people who came up with these drills clearly wanted to give the teachers a real experience. But they did it at the expense of the teachers. Hear me out. There was clearly another way you could have done this. You could have told the teachers, this is how you handle an active shooter. When they walk into the room, you immediately try to bombard them um, and bombard the weapon with whatever, with whatever you can. And then you could have surprised the teacher and let them throw a stapler at your face. The teacher has been trained. You've done your job. But no, you thought if I pop a few, fa- if I pop a few caps in their back, that'll do the trick. See, this, this is the problem. Like, anyway, needless to say, Indiana State Teachers Association was not amused. They called for the drill to stop. I'm not sure, like, there's ever a big need to hurt people in order to teach them anything. I think if you're the teacher and someone needs to learn something, it should probably come at your own expense. Now, I'm not saying coaches can't yell at their players or trainers can't make you do sprints, but this is not an episode of The Office. Listen, if you shoot me with an airsoft gun, you're not going to have to worry about this being a drill anymore. you about to get a stapler upside the head. The thing is, if you're the instructor, it should come at your expense. You can't just use that as an excuse to shoot people with a pellet gun. Because you think that's learning. I can tell you, I don't think I've ever learned anything from being shot with a pellet gun. I've become bitter, though. Anywho, uh, that's, <laughs> I mean, look, I guess if I threw a stapler upside your head, that's what you would want. 
So mission accomplished. Like at the end of, <laughs> I don't know, like teachers, they have to do this thing where they're like, uh, what is the, wow, this is terrible. I should know this more. Uh, what is the the goal at the end of that you want your students to learn? <laughs> and they're just probably like, I want them to throw a stapler at me. <laughs> so yeah, you would you would if you shot me with an airsoft pellet gun, you'd have got your wish because that stapler's coming. All right, uh, let's play this song. Uh, this is Insane by Madison McFerrin, and then we'll be back with probably my favorite segment of the show. Yeah, you got me 
I can't get you off of my brain Feeling like it's never enough Cause your love's got me going in You know you belong in my bed I can't get you off of my brain Hello, I'm the very nice, interesting singer man, and you're listening to KVRX Austin 91.7 FM HD1 and HD2. Support comes from Rockstar Energy Drink, Disrupt Festival featuring the used, thrice, Circa Survive, and more at Austin 360 Amphitheater on Saturday, June 22nd. Tickets available this Friday at 10 a.m. at Ticketmaster.com. All right, this is Upulation, and of course, you can always reach us at Upulation, or you can check the podcast, uh, that's at up, that's Upulation, or you could say, Siri, play Upulation. But she might have to, you know, get to this week's show, because that's the thing. All right, um, let me set up really quickly, and then we are, we're going to hit this segment. It's going to be fun. Okay, so if y'all thought this story was over, ha! Empire is in its fifth season. We at least getting three more weeks of Jesse Smollett's story about Jesse Smollett, played by Jesse Smollett, written by Jesse Smollett, starring Jesse Smollett, with a pretty weak supporting cast that only lasted a day before they gave up Jesse Smollett, and now featuring Jesse's lawyer and the Cook County State's attorney. So Jesse was charged with 16 counts of disorderly conduct after he orchestrated his own attack, likely for publicity. Then this week, all charges just dropped. Now, look, y'all know I'm a praying man. But listen, I don't care how it happened. If I'm facing 16 counts of anything and all the charges are dropped, I'm not just playing gospel music. I'm joining the ministry. Listen, Jesus was innocent and they didn't drop the charges. And Jesse got off on 16 counts, like no counts left. This is like 2019 OJ, except nobody died. But the point is they both did it and they're walking around like "Mm, having money is great. Okay, so the charges are dropped and then Jesse and his lawyers step out like, yeah, I was consistent the whole time and something, something. Hold up. I know you're not about to come out here and perpetrate like they dropped the charges because you were telling the truth. Listen, there is a strategy to this thing, a strategy that you should have learned from OJ's mistake. Listen, when you get off from committing a crime, you need to do one thing and you need to do it quickly. Disappear. That's it. That's all you got. You just got to not be around. Like the next story that needs to be done on you is what happened to Jesse Smollett. That's the story that needs to be done. And then and only then and then three months after that. Story comes out. You can do a movie. Don't flaunt it in our face that you're too rich for justice. That's why they got OJ. I don't even remember what OJ did the second time. He could have just been speeding or caught with weed like the Waco superintendent. Shout out to Dr. Nelson. The point is that judge was like, oh, you get in this jail sentence. 
And he did. Then we didn't see OJ for years. I'm trying to save you, Jesse. You clearly enjoy writing your own story. Write yourself at home for about a year. <laughs> so how and why did this happen? There were apparently some emails from powerful people, including the former chief of staff for Michelle Obama. I don't know, blah, blah, blah. It gets confusing. Anywho, the Cook County sounds cited his record, his agreement to do some volunteer services, and they were like, oh, you going to let us keep this $10,000 bond you paid? All right, bet. You could go. So technically, he paid a fine of $10,000 and got 16 charges dropped because when you're rich, you don't dabble in petty things like following the law or superficial experiences like going to prison. That's for poor people. And we can't afford to pay, you know, pay someone to that's for people who can't afford to pay someone to beat them up and call them racist and homophobic slurs. Yeah, I'm talking to you with your broke self. Also, and rich people that probably ain't going to prison, Robert Kraft pled not guilty to two counts of soliciting prostitution. He filed a motion to suppress the video evidence saying it was captured illegally. The motion basically argues that the act that he engaged in was so minor, it shouldn't have qualified for a warrant to record it. So he doesn't think it should be viewed in court. Mm. I can just imagine showing up for jury duty and they'd be like, does anyone have a conflict of interest uh, or um, a reason they should be excused? And I'd have to raise my hand. Uh, excuse me, Your Honor. Um, uh, am I going to have to see a video of Robert Kraft's um, member? And the judge would be like, it's possible, yes. That um, that I'm going to need to be excused. <laughs> They'd be like, why? Because I'm going to act a fool. Like, they're going to show the video and I would be in the courtroom and I would be like, uh, can you blur that? That's gross. <laughs> Listen, when they put a motion to suppress the video, like this shouldn't be in trial. I would be like, they're going to be like, this shouldn't be seen in trial. And I would be like, yeah, that shouldn't be seen anywhere. And look, if I have to see that, I'm voting guilty. You're not just going to assault my eyes with a video of old private, old, old guy private parts and get away with it. He going to jail. And if that don't get me out of jury duty, honestly, nothing will. The thing is, Justice doesn't work the same way. Uh, there are a hundred people charged in this thing. And I'd be curious to see what kind of people go to prison and what kind of people craft out. I don't really have a huge opinion on whether Smollett and Kraft should go to prison. I just think they should receive the same sentence as someone who isn't rich would receive. Justice may be blind, but she a gold digger. We're back after this. This is... Huh. This is I Can't Breathe by Vivian Sessions. Catch my breath 
I'm afraid. 
This is Victoria from Cliss. You're listening to KVRX 91.7, student radio for the University of Texas. Hey, this is Appulation. All right, we got this last section. And then, <clears throat> excuse me, we're going to get out of here. Uh, just a few quick things, and then we'll bounce. Okay, so Facebook decided to... Essentially, uh, kick off the what do you call those things? They decided to kick off white supremacist pages because I mean, also what took them so long? Uh, they're also going to redirect it to a place to a basically a website that is intended to help people de-radicalize. So that's a thing. Uh, your <laughs> healthcare uh, could be in trouble. <laughs> The Department of Justice is saying all of the Affordable Care Act should be repealed after uh, last year, a challenge in Texas determined that since the fine for not having health care was reduced to zero, it no longer counts as a tax, which was what made it constitutional in the first place. So basically, Republicans made it unconstitutional by taking away that fine and now say because it's unconstitutional, it should all be struck down. But there's nothing to replace and Republicans had their chance to replace it and could not get it done. So we'll wait till the challenge in the courts and we'll see what happens. It's important to remember that many had tried to do something about health care for years and failed. Obama finally did it, but it wasn't easy. Trump tried it. And again, it's not easy. He couldn't do it. So as much as your health care could be in trouble, it may not be. But maybe. <clears throat> also, the Special Olympics are kind of in trouble, or at least they were. Um, Betsy DeVos, uh, the education secretary, basically tried to put in her budget, well, take out the allocation for the Special Olympics in her budget. That's taking away $18 million for the Special Olympics. Um, and people were like, um, there, there aren't. There aren't many things that just everyone is like, if you do this, you're kind of evil. <laughs> and that was one of them. So uh, President Trump, likely yesterday or this morning, was like, nah, we're not doing that. So they're not going to take away um, money for Special Olympics, although they might decrease it. We'll see what happens. I did a show. I mean, yeah, I did a show and a story during the show about a guy who defended himself from a mountain lion. Turns out, that mountain lion was the equivalent of a kitten. And I'm really disappointed that I thought this guy was cool. 
I mean, I don't think you're cool for killing a mountain lion. I think if a mountain lion attacks you and you defend yourself <laughs> from a mountain lion, like, that's pretty dope. But this was a kitten. He conceivably could have just walked away. It was like three months old. Yes, it's a mountain lion. No, you don't get a pass from me. All right. Last week, uh, wait, I'm not ready to go there yet. Yeah, I am. Okay, let's do it. Last week, I did a show about me. <clears throat> and if you missed it, catch it on the podcast. It's under Upulation Special. Um, that's U-P-U-L-A-T-I-O-N. Um, or you can catch clips on it on Facebook or Instagram. But I talked about Texas 4000, which is my team and I, and we're biking to Alaska to raise money to fight cancer. And you all showed out, and I felt so honored that you donated. So shout out to Sarah, to Paul, and to Chris for your generosity and joining me to help fight cancer with Texas 4000. That's the show today. Uh, thank you for listening. If you missed any part of the show, catch it on podcast or grab sections on social media. We're going to be back next week. Uh, the show is Upulation. That's U-P-U-L-A-T-I-O-N. If you need to find it on Apple, say Siri, play Upulation, and it will find it, which I just I still think is really cool. All right. Anywho, uh, <laughs> that is it. Y'all have a good weekend. <laughs>